It was the year 2075, humans were at war with alien invaders. 200 million human soldiers died to get to the enemy capital in Comra, Chad. It was a war for survival. A few years before the war, there was a shift in the realm of technological advancements. While the norm for a great number of years was that America, Europe and Asia were on the front line of scientific discoveries, the recent past presented a new world leader in the science division, Africa. Of course, the former world leaders were not taking that very well. The coming of the Takwetans, a humanoid alien race that had beautiful and colorful fur coats with short tails, halted the international bickering and united the human race against a common enemy. In the past, most African countries were not part of the international fora on scientific research hence African scientists had to figure things out on their own and they developed in isolation. You can imagine the surprise when Zambia proposed a new weapon of war, that was more advanced than any built, at the World Leaders War Conference held after the invaders came. The weapon was a fully automated, nanotech-infused, super-soldier suit. It was powered by a nuclear fusion reactor and a quantum battery that activated plasma weapons. The navigational capacities of the super-soldier unit were phenomenal. A 360-degree field of vision with motion sensors and a targeting system that was linked to the weapon. That provided, on average, 98% accuracy on targets erratically moving at 200 km per hour. The outer layer of the suit was made of composite material that was nearly indestructible and with the nanobots distributed throughout every inch of the suit, it was able to mend and fix itself. The suit anticipated body movements and acted instead with speed and power that rivaled any missile's destructive strength. Stay on guard men. We have finally made it to the nest, said Captain Kiko Bay as he sought cover behind a cluster of boulders. Officer Wizzy Jerry, my boy. You never cease to amaze me. You are the best soldier, if I have ever seen one. Soldiers patted Wesley's suit while the others gave agreeable grunts. He gave a hesitant chuckle, but he really wanted to piss himself. He had the unfortunate honor of being the only Zambian and only person in the world to wear the Zambian pride, the Kichima Mark VIII battle suit, strongest and fastest weapon on earth. Wesley looked up to what the captain called a nest. I called it. This man is not okay upstairs. It was fortunate that humans couldn't read minds because Wesley's thoughts during the war could have got him court-martialed. The so-called nest was a fortress with intricate patterns that ran through its walls. Only one word could describe the Takwetans and what they built, beautiful. They looked magnificent and everything they owned radiated excellence. As much as they were beautiful, they were powerful. The only advantages the human race had in the war was that they outnumbered the Takwetans and the Takwetans had a code of honor. The human army was guaranteed, by the enemy commander, that if the Takwetan capital was taken, they would retreat. Such a sweet offer but the cost was so many lives lost before the strike team reached the capital. All right fellow soldiers. The task is to take the castle thing. We need to move fast and stay sharp. We have a better chance at surviving if we get inside then, we shall have victory? Wesley wondered why the men would listen to him and respect him when he was only about to turn 17. That was so lame. Why did I get myself into this? I am young, I have years to waste and foolish decisions to make. Is fighting for victory even worth it? Well, at least you were able to form a complete sentence this time. You have improved, the captain got to his feet and drew his mini Gustav cannon. You heard him, march to victory. Wesley did what Wesley did best, lead the charge. En route to the capital's main building, he distinguished himself on the battlefield by his unique fighting style, piercing a plasma short spear through his enemies. And he looked good doing it. Luckily, no one could read his thoughts because they were another story. Wesley leapt over his enemy with a side flip and stabbed the enemy in its gorgeous back. He felt bad for doing it. This is child abuse. 
How can you send a child to the front lines? Where are the child protective services when you need them? Who am I kidding? Even if we get in the capital, we are all going to die here. Wesi turned up the last hill that led to the entrance of the capital building. Mayo. Don't kill me please. He leapt back in a fraction of a second and dodged the cannon fire. Halt captain. There is a cannon at the entrance. All right, do us the honor of being the first to knock at their door, Captain Kikobe said to Wesi. What? This man is trying to kill me. Yes sir, Captain sir, Wesi said with much needed enthusiasm. They are all psychopaths. Lunatics. It has been a while since I used this, hyperdrive. The outline of the soldier's suit began to glow orange and a motor line sound was steadily building from the suit. Wesi was running at an intense speed. He held his breath so that he could concentrate on not crushing into anything. Hyperdrive allowed him to move from 0 to 300 kilometers per hour. He dodged one cannon blast and before they could load another one, he was on top of them. Turn down hyperdrive, was he said to get into combat mode. Too slow, he was kicked hard in the chest. If there was anything to be said of the Tokwetans, they were strong. However, Wesi had been kicked around a lot during the war, he was used to the pain. There is no getting used to the pain. I want to go home. He bounced back and ducked under a punch from his stunning enemy. With the enemy's right arm stretched out, Wesi drove his plasma sword through its immaculate ribs. In that moment another Tokwetan was shot by the captain's cannon. The strike team was finally in the Capitol building and they could not help but be in awe of its splendid architecture. Men, do not be, distracted, we are still, something, Captain Kikobe said as he was lost in the beautiful tapestries and wall engravings. The best human art could not be compared to this. Take cover. Enemy fire, bellowed Wesi as he retracted the camera he had removed from his suit to take pictures of the Capitol walls. They were bombarded by enemy fire. Wesi sliced, punched and kicked fighting to survive the onslaught. I am fighting to win and be victorious. But is victory the bonus they will give the surviving soldiers at the end of this war? Is victory the 21-gun salute held for the dead? Is it worth it? A double kick in the chest by a Tokwetan sent him flying. The moment the light shimmered over the Tokwetan's legs, Wesi knew what beautiful pain was. We have to reach the top of the tower. Captain Kikobe shouted over the fighting. Wesi was up on his feet again and fought on. Why do I fight so hard? I am scared. I could actually die here. We protect people's lives but it is still the bankers with the most money. I have to overcome, my fear, doubts, my pain to attain victory. Is it worth it? They were approaching the main chambers of the Capitol building. Just one more hallway and they would cause the retreat. Excitement rushed through Wizzy's veins as he could just taste the end of the war on the tip of his tongue. Get out of the way you beautiful jerks. The captain pushed through the doors of the chambers like a child ripping through Christmas presents. There sat the commander of the Tokwetans. He was a picture of royalty mounted in the chambers. Around the commander lined twelve Tokwetans, probably generals. Commander, Captain Kikobe cleared his throat not sure if he should bow, so he curtsied. You gave your word that if we make it into the capital, you would order a retreat, we hear. Very well, the commander said in an angelic voice. We will leave. The strike team burst out in celebration as the captain impatiently pulled out his radio to alert headquarters. Wesi was jumping uncontrollably. So this is victory. The promise of peace and safety. The hope of seeing your friends and family again. The expectation of a brighter tomorrow. Victory requires a heavy price be paid, but if you fight the right war, it is worth it. Over and out. Men? We are going home, said Captain Kikobe. 